This is A 20-Sided Life, a podcast about my thoughts and ideas on game design and tabletop RPGs. I'm the mysterious brother, Tyler Mazza. Let's get rolling. Welcome to another Setting Saturday. Uh, before we get into today's topic, Jason from the Nerds RPG Variety Cast uh, gave us a call in, so let's hear what he has to say. Hey, Jason here, Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Just want to mention that... Um, Two settings you may want to check out, or two things you may want to check out. I see RPG in the core book. They have the Warp Shell setting, which is sci-fi. It's not exactly retro sci-fi, but it's kind of the same thing. It's an away team game. Your All the characters live on a sentient ship, and the ship kind of goes place to place and shoots them off to different missions. So it's kind of interesting. It's built around that same West Marches kind of idea. And you mentioned Fear Agent. You probably already know this, but just in case you didn't, there is a Savage Worlds fear agent setting based on that so but i like your ideas sounds cool i would definitely play in that game it's it's interesting you find the fantasy easier to develop than the sci-fi i must the way my brain works i'd go the other way but either way once you're ready to start doing some play testing hit me up i'm i'm all for it hey jason thanks for calling in man um warp shell i've never heard of it um and it definitely interests me um, sounds pretty inspiring. Um, I'm going to have to check that one out. Um, I like that idea, so definitely going to check that one out. Um, and you actually reminded me that I have seen the uh, Fear Agent Savage World setting. Um, and I think I actually bought the PDF on drive-thru or something. Um, yeah, I think I actually own it, so... Um, that wasn't exactly the setting that I uh, wanted to play in, but I was definitely inspired by the Fear Agent content. And um, yeah, it's a it's a really great, you know, setting. And um, I, I drew a lot of inspiration from that. So um, thanks for bringing it back to my attention. Um, and thanks for the call in. Um, I guess it's time to get into today's topic. So today we're going to be talking about the Wild West. Um, I actually forgot to mention this one in episode two where I was talking about all my setting ideas. Um, this is probably my most recent um, setting idea. And <clears throat> it takes place in a... Uh, wild west kind of setting um, desert badlands outlaws all that stuff um, but instead of using guns you know they use wands um, I wanted it to be I wanted to put a fantasy twist on the wild west and um, I don't know what really inspired this so much but um, I liked the idea so I, you know, kind of made a little setting around that. Um, this episode might be kind of short just because <clears throat> I it's my newest idea. I don't have a whole lot developed for it. But um, I wanted to talk about some of those ideas. Um, I thought they were pretty cool. So um, I think I might have got some inspiration from the Eberron world. Um, I think there's a class in there. Uh, I don't know if it's called Wandslinger or what, but um, 
it was this class that used, you know, a bunch of wands and stuff. And, um, so I think that might have been in the back of my head and kind of inspired this a little bit. Um, I watched the Harry Potter series with my family. We watched all the movies back to back and, um, you know, all those wand fights and stuff like that was, was kind of cool too. That might've, um, inspired it a little bit, but, um, yeah, so the, the setting, um, kind of takes place in a kind of like a mining town. Um, there's this recent discovery of a, um, like rich area, uh, an area rich with like, um, I don't know, maybe gold and stuff, but mainly magical, like ore and, you know, materials and stuff. And they're mining this area and it kind of caused like, kind of like a gold rush out West. Um, you know, they popped up a train, they laid train tracks down. Um, so, you know, there's a train and, uh, that was kind of something I wanted in the game too, or in the setting too. Um, that kind of screams wild west, you know, um, you have like train heists and, uh, stuff like that going on. Um, and they, so this is mining colony. It's called, um, free water. Um, and I might change the name. I don't know. Um, I'm still early in developing this. So, um, but I think I went on some random name generator and kind of searched through that a little bit and found free water. I thought it was kind of a cool, uh, a cool name. Maybe the town's near some, some source of water, maybe magic, magically, uh, created water and it doesn't seem to dry out, dry up or anything like that. So they popped up a, you know, the little, uh, town there around it. Um, there, there's like, you know, your normal, uh, Western kind of establishments in this town. Uh, there's a saloon. So instead of like a tavern or something, you got the saloon, uh, there's the bank there. There's, um, yeah. So like, instead of a gunsmith or something, there's one Smith's like a magic shop kind of thing going on. Um, there's the train station and like a mining company where all the miners, you know, get paid and all that or whatever. Um, there's like a, uh, a jail and the, uh, sheriff and all that in town, um, different outfitters and stuff. Um, maybe a casino or something like that too. Um, yeah, so that, that's free water. Um, something else I wanted in the game, and this is something I kind of gravitate towards in a lot of my settings is I wanted the elves to be a little different. I don't know why that is. Um, but I always, I kind of keep the same theme for elves. They're, uh, kind of focused on nature and stuff like that. So I thought it'd be a cool idea to have them be like the Indians, the native Americans, right? So you have these elves that live out in the wild and then you have these, um, more civilized races that, you know, come in on this train and pop up this town and stuff. And so, um, I didn't want it to be like hostile relations between the two. Um, so, uh, the elves like do trade and stuff with, uh, with free water and, uh, maybe, you know, uh, some of them live there or something like that. 
Um, and, uh, what else we got? Sorry, I'm trying to go through my, my thoughts. Um, yeah, you've got the mines, right? So that's why the town's here. And you've got these mines that are full of magical gems and stuff. So, um, that kind of, um, creates some adventure there too, where you can go, like you, you catch wind that there's, uh, a new deposit found or something, or maybe y'all stumble upon it and, uh, start, uh, collecting that resource and selling it. Um, and I kind of thought that, um, mining this resource or these resources, um, would kind of upset the balance a little bit, um, stir up magic and stuff. So, and expose it. And that would kind of create the, um, or cause the natural life in the area to become mutated or something like that. So that would kind of cause, uh, or create some new, um, creatures and encounters or dangers for the area. So you have like your normal, uh, desert animals and stuff. So snakes and, um, you know, uh, vultures and, uh, boars and stuff like that being, uh, changed. So you got these maybe big giant, uh, kind of like a dire creature, um, or, uh, maybe like a fire viper or something like that. Um, I think the, the town would probably have cattle and stuff too. <clears throat> so maybe like a, a bull got mutated and you have this kind of, uh, kind of minotaur like creature. Um, and, um, another idea I had was like ants, right? Uh, I don't know what kind of sparked that idea, but, um, ants being either giant or kind of humanist or something. And so you have these giant ant mounds that, uh, the ants are like, uh, kind of chaotic, you know, just, they uh, attack people. Maybe they're eating the cattle or something like that. And so you're sent off to deal with these giant ants. Um, you have to go that kind of like a natural, uh, dungeon almost, um, go exploring in their, their mound, uh, to deal with them, to, you know, eradicate them basically, uh, find the queen or something. And maybe she has a, a horde of, uh, this magical resource and, uh, so you kind of get that treasure from it too. Um, <clears throat> I kind of also have the idea that the ants maybe be fire ants. So they have like some sort of fire magical abilities and stuff. Um, and I thought that'd be kind of cool. Um, I thought in the desert there would be like maybe these stones that you would see um, or not even notice really, these big rocks or something. And those would be... Um, these toads that kind of like sit on the ground and look like a, look like a natural rock. And if you don't notice them, they sense you walking by and they, you know, bite at you. These giant rocks like try to eat you. Um, these rock stone toads. Um, I thought that was kind of a cool idea. Um, the landscape in the area is these, these badlands kind of, you know, dry, hot, um, and just, 
you know, unrelenting. And uh, there's canyons um, and maybe some plain areas and stuff like that. Um, And I thought maybe in the canyons you would have the uh, maybe ancient elven uh, ruins or whatever um, where they like built their homes or whatever into the side of the canyon. So you have these um, almost like balconies kind of entrances to their, their, uh, their settlements and stuff in the canyons. Um, I thought that was kind of a cool idea. Um, you have other enemies maybe from the town too. So you have like bandits that, uh, either live in the town or, um, have a, a hideout outside the town. Um, maybe they try to rob the bank or something or, um, you know, as you're coming into free water, you encounter them on the train. Um, you know, they ride up on horses and jump on the train and take everyone's, you know, uh, whatever's worth, um, worthy to them and try to, you know, steal it. Um, and so that kind of creates a, you know, deal with the bandit situation going on in free water. Um, let's see. Um, I was thinking maybe there'd be a, a deserted mine, like the miners stopped going there and mining because of, you know, whatever. So maybe it's, uh, undead deep in the mine or something like that. Um, I was kind of thinking on the boars. Um, so you have these giant hogs that, uh, maybe are, uh, causing a problem in town and, so you have to go to the boar den, find the den, and deal with that issue too. Um, maybe the the elves are having issues with something, and they're asking for y'all's assistance, and uh, you know, go off and help help the elves. Um, the other races in the setting, so dwarves, right? Um, I kind of wanted to keep the same fantasy races, but the dwarves instead are like. I mean, they're natural miners, so that kind of was kind of cool. Um, also, I thought it'd be cool to have them be, like, kind of uh, good engineers almost. So, like, for the train, they would uh, be, like, workers on the train or the conductor or whatever. Um, and then the halflings, I thought it'd be cool to have them be, like, uh, um, kind of gypsy-like, I guess, where they set up their little camp or whatever outside the outside free water and, uh, do trade and stuff like that with the, with free water. And, um, then they pop up, move on and set up their tents, you know, elsewhere. And, um, I don't know where that idea came from. I think in 3.5, they had the halflings kind of similar to that. Um, and I don't know if it was in a setting or if that's just the way they were for 3.5, but, um, that might've been what kind of made me think of that. Um, and I kind of liked that idea for this at least. So I went with that. Um, so you have the halfling camp outside of free water and the elven tribes, and then you have free water itself. Um, another location is probably the, like a cemetery or something. And so, um, you might have a undead situation going on there too. You know, they've buried their lost ones, um, at the cemetery. And then eventually the, the, they come 
tearing up out of the ground uh, because of the um the the unbalance in the in the magic around the area and stuff. So, um, I think that's all. Well, I guess I can touch on like the the wands and stuff. That was kind of the the biggest fantasy that I or bit of fantasy that I injected into this wild west setting a lot of it a lot of the rest of the stuff is kind of typical you know bandits and stuff like that but the the wand idea I thought kind of gave it a little bit of uh uniqueness I guess um if there's any other games that y'all know of that are like this I would like to know about them um but I haven't really seen anything like it um and so you have wands being kind of way more common than they are in other settings, maybe. Um, kind of like, you know, in the West, everyone had a gun. So, um, like, in this setting, everyone would have a wand and maybe even know how to use it and stuff like that. So you have the... I think I was going to use the same classes that I'm doing in my system. And um, the only one I really didn't think fit that well is the knight. Um but you had the soldier and the brute, those kind of made sense. Um, the, the scout, the assassin and the thief made sense and all the magic users I thought, uh, fit in pretty well. Um, with the priest, I was kind of thinking that there'd probably be a church in, uh, free water too. Um, and it'd be that same kind of, you know, just basic church of light kind of thing. And, uh, so priests would come from that and, uh, go out and, try to, I don't know, convert the elves or, uh, just provide that, uh, holy protection in the town or, uh, whatever their beliefs are. And, um, I guess knight was the only, the only class that I didn't think really fit. Um, and maybe I'll, I'd leave it in there if someone wanted to play a knight, they're playing a knight. <clears throat> but I was thinking it'd be, um, cool that, all the classes would be proficient with wands. It's like you have a soldier, but maybe instead of being trained with, you know, sword and shield, they're more proficient with, uh, you know, like a sidearm, like a, the wand, um, and kind of a way to, uh, kind of the equivalent of a rifle would be like a staff, right? So, um, you know, you're carrying a staff on your back or whatever, and you have to, you pull it out and it'd be kind of like a, like a rifle. Um, maybe it'd have longer range or do more damage or something like that. Um, and then a, like a shotgun kind of style one would be like a, maybe a shorter, like a rod or something like that. You know, the size of between the staff and the, and the wand. Um, and it would be a, you know, maybe higher damage, but like a, a like a, um, cone shape um, attack with that. Um, I think I might have to redo the, or rethink the, uh, the ways, the way I want wands to work. Um, or maybe they're just produced, mass produced, um, in a way that it's, uh, not really a spell in the wand. So it's not shooting fireball every time. It's like just a straight, just attack out of the wand. Um, and I could give it charges that'd be, that would simulate like ammo and stuff. So, you know, you have a five charge wand, it's going to deal one damage per attack. Um, 
or two or something. I have to come up with what I want the damage to be like, but it would only have five charges. Um, and then it, you know, maybe recharge the next day or, um, next encounter or something like that. The kind of the equivalent of reloading, you know, like a six shooter. Um, so yeah, I think that might be it on the wild west. Um, I haven't really named, uh, this, um, setting yet, but, um, yeah, let me know what y'all think. Um, like I said, this is my newest idea. I haven't really developed it a whole, whole lot, but, um, I've gotten great feedback on all my other episodes and I am interested to hear what y'all have to say, um, about this one. Um, I think I'm going to wrap it up now. So, um, until next time y'all have a 20 sided life and keep rolling.